and welcome to Cardio Buzz, your weekly cardiology podcast presented by Dr. Hussain Hishmat, professor of cardiology and interventional cardiologist. The aim of the podcast is to refresh the busy doctor with weekly practice-changing research, conference proceedings, recent guidelines, news, and interviews with experts in the field. The podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Hi everyone, we are in March and we're celebrating the International Women's Day and also the Mother's Day in the Middle East, some African countries and many European countries. And speaking of women's health, we tend to focus emotionally on breast cancer, cervical cancer and osteoporosis as the major health problems in women. Whereas in fact, cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death in women, with roughly one out of every five deaths in women being due to cardiovascular disease. And we're familiar with the classic risk factors for coronary disease as diabetes, hypertension, dyslipidemia, smoking, etc. But we also forget other risk factors that can modify the development and progression of atherosclerotic and thrombotic disease. These non-traditional risk factors include social background, ethnicity, race, income, level of education, social support, etc. And we are exposed to to social stresses throughout our life. But as we grow older, life changes. Retirement, death of family members, death of friends, decreasing activities of daily living. All of these changes contribute to decreasing social network size. And women, particularly elderly ladies, tend to experience more social isolation than men because they are more likely to be widowed, they are more likely to be living alone, and also more likely to get a lower income compared to males. That's why today I chose for you a paper published in the Journal of the Medical Medical Association JAMA, the JAMA Open, this February. The paper tested the impact of two potential social determinants of disease, namely loneliness and social isolation tested their impact on cardiovascular disease. And we need to differentiate the two, loneliness and social isolation. Social isolation is an objective measure of social interactions and relationships, whereas loneliness is the subjective feeling of being socially isolated. And we know that they do not always correlate. Some people may feel lonely even within a crowd, and others, introverts, may be well off being alone, not with a crowd. The researchers in the JAMA paper looked at 57,825 healthy American ladies, 65 years old and above. They were all healthy. None of them had coronary disease or stroke. This was part of the investigation called the Women's Health Initiative Extension 2. And the investigators followed those elderly, healthy ladies for eight years from 2018 until 2019. They measured social isolation based on an index score, depending on the marital status, the living situation, and the frequency of social activities. Participants answered questions about being married or not, living alone or not, 
How often do you meet the family and friends or call them by phone? How frequently do you go out for religious places, cinema? How frequently do you eat outside or go shopping? And a higher score meant worse social isolation. They also measured loneliness using a scale based on questions that reflected feeling of isolation, lack of companionship, and being left out. Again, a higher score meant more loneliness. They also looked at other variables like diabetes, depression, level of social support, the quality of the diet, and the level of the physical activities. And what did they find? After eight years of observation, women with higher, meaning worst, loneliness scores had 14% higher chance of developing cardiovascular disease. Women with worse social isolation scores also had an 18% higher chance of cardiovascular disease. And these risks were there even after correction of other confounding variables like social support, age, and other risk factors. So they concluded that social isolation and loneliness can be considered risk factors for coronary artery disease. What's the explanation? How does loneliness and social isolation lead to coronary disease? We're not sure, but we can postulate that over time, social isolation and feeling of loneliness disturb the autonomic nervous system, increase systolic blood pressure, and evoke an inflammatory response. All of these may lead, of course, to hypertension and atherosclerosis. The study has limitations, of course. It was just an observational study, and therefore we cannot prove direct causation. But this study highlights the need for further research to evaluate the effectiveness of interventions to reduce social isolation and loneliness and see if these interventions can protect from cardiovascular disease or not. But what we are sure of is that we need to measure social isolation and loneliness, at least in primary care. Maybe we also need to clear the stigma and increase referrals for mental health assessments, which can now be done by artificial intelligence. But the bottom line is loneliness and social isolation are bad for your mother's heart. So no matter what, don't leave your mom alone. You will find the link to the article in the description of the podcast if you want further reading. I hope you enjoyed the episode. And see you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Cardio Buzz. If you like the content, you can follow the show on any of the podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. You will find previous episodes available there. Please rate the show and share the episodes to spread the knowledge and benefit. Enjoy your weekend and see you next Saturday.